now, here are your hosts, Show, Vern, and Yahoo NFL writer, Therese Paler. And we are live from John's Big Deck in KC. Mo with you for the next hour. Your chance to ask Therese Paler. You- your NFL questions comes your way at 645, but let's dive right in it. Chiefs are 3-0, and and Therese, I hate to start your show the same way for a third straight week. I mean, unless, unless you mind, man, I think we have to start once again with Patrick Mahomes. I think you do. I mean, look, this guy's the story of the NFL, right? <laughs> I mean, why not? You got to go three weeks in a row because people in Boston are talking about Patrick Mahomes. Mm. People in Los Angeles are talking about Patrick Mahomes. My bosses are asking for Patrick Mahomes content. This guy is the biggest story in the NFL, and he's rapidly ascending to be maybe the most exciting player in the NFL. And he's in Kansas City, a place where you guys haven't had a homegrown quarterback since 1983. No wonder Chiefs fans are going crazy for this guy. It makes too much sense. Earlier today, show called it Mahomes' first wow moment. That touchdown to Conley after scrambling left, turning around and then tossing a missile <laughs> in the back right of the end zone. Carrington earlier today called it the best play at Arrowhead since Dante Hall's return against Denver. How long will that play be remembered? Put it in perspective if you can. Well, unfortunately, in today's society, you know, people remember have a hard time remembering what happened this morning, right? But you guys have been starving for a quarterback like this for 30 years, 40 years, you know, and I look. He's had – here's the thing. He's going to have more moments like that. That's the thing. That's what like, I was going to say. Like, this, that's not like a once-in-a-generation you know, generation throw. I mean, God, the throw he made against the Broncos last year in the regular season finale, the one going to his right to help, like that, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the one that I'm always going to remember. My point is this guy acted like Fran Tarkenton and, and pulled that show off at Arrowhead Stadium. And I honestly don't believe, like, that's – I don't think that's going to be in the top five of greatest plays he's made at Arrowhead by the time his career is done. I'm dead serious. I don't. See, what I said to Rez earlier was it was an impressive play, and I'm sorry, James Conner's hair is just throwing me off for just it's a half ridiculous. second. Yeah. Um, it, was, <laughs> it, it was an impressive play, but the part was impressive to me was that's the first time we've really had to see Patrick have to go Texas Tech. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We knew he could be, you know, could come up and, and, and ad-lib and things like that. But the offense has been so good. The weapons have been so good. People have gotten open and everything has worked so well. We haven't had to see him go Texas Tech. And to me, that's that was the most amazing thing was that's the first time finally in week three that we've had to see him go off like this because someone just wasn't wide open. You know, throw somebody open and make a play. Yeah. You know what? That's a championship throw, and here's why. When you get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. when defenses become good, they can take away your reads, and they can take away what you're trying to do because they have tape. They know what you're trying to do. You know what wins in the playoffs? A guy that can beat you when you've been beaten. You get what I'm saying? When they've guessed right and that play should end in an incompletion or an interception, when you got a guy that can make a play with his legs and has a cannon and can beat them anyway, it's really, really deflating for defenses. How many? T- I'm going to keep track of how many times you see an opposing defender just throw his hands up in the air <laughs> after a Mahomes play this year. It's going to be – it's already more than you saw with Alex. So, Through three games this year, it's more than you've seen with Alex. And that's not a slight on Alex. Alex is a decent quarter, good quarterback. This guy has a chance to be special. So you mean like 
when Belichick, who is a defensive genius, is going up against Andy, who is an offensive genius, mm. and there is a stalemate because both have understood what both's going to do, and then you just have somebody who just made a play. Don't get me wrong. I still feel like that Patriots test, that Jaguars test is going to be that's going to be tough for the Chiefs. But I will say this. If I'm a Chiefs fan, I know that even if Belichick has that guy's number, he's going to make some throws in that game to make all those Patriots go like, wow. Like, wait till he sees more football and starts knowing what's coming even more. The guy has a chance to be a very special player. And the, the Chiefs here know that, right? And other teams know that, too. I spent some time in the Steelers' locker room. I'm not the Steelers. I, actually, I did. Last week, I did. I was in there. Say, and I also spent some time in the 49ers' locker room on Sunday, too. You know, guys just throw their hands in the air. What are they supposed to do? They got it covered. The guy can make a throw anyway. It's the ultimate weapon. It's going to be a lot of fun watching this guy be a chief for a long time. It's the Therese Paler Show presented by Bud Light. We are live from John's Big Deck and Casey Moe. What are you? Well, I read your piece earlier today at Yahoo Sports about Earl Thomas. More yeah. on that and the Chiefs' interest coming up in 15 minutes from right now. Uh, but it's the second time since the season started that you've hinted at this Chiefs offense and making them somewhat akin to the greatest show on turf. What's giving you pause to push those chips all in and say, yes, this is the best offense since that 99 Rams? Just more time. Like, okay, so even the 99 Rams had a test. Guys, I'm a football dork, so I know what the test was. It was against the 49ers, the team that had been destroying the the Rams for 20 years. They circled that game. Yeah, right. They circled that game, right? It's like, hey, we win this game. We show everybody that this is for real. Well, that has to happen for the Chiefs, right? And you know what? I've said it so many times. I'm sure you guys can point out what those games are, right? Mm-hmm. October 7th versus Jacksonville, October 14th versus the Patriots. If they light those two teams up, I'm pushing it to the table. Got got to. But at, the, at this moment, there's no shame in my game. I mean, I've used it twice in a column already. Mm-hmm. I used that term on in, in Sunday's column. I mean, look, there's too many weapons. The only thing that gives me pause, to be honest, is that they haven't faced that circle game yet. And also this, Chiefs luck, right? I, people don't want to hear it, but teams that haven't had, like, great fortunes, like, you kind of always got to be worried about the boogeyman around the corner. <laughs> the good thing about Mahomes is, like, he's, the, like, the boogeyman slayer. Yeah. Like, a great quarterback's like the boogeyman slayer, right? They don't care. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. You might be Freddy Krueger, but I'm the hero in this action movie. Beat it, you know? See, for me, I thought the Steelers was that test. Like, for me, how yeah. physical the Steelers have been with the Chiefs, that has that has been – they've ended the Chiefs' season um, a couple times. Like, I felt like that group – but maybe without Le'Veon, it's, it's such a big difference that hey. changed that. But the physicality for me was a change. I, I, think it's, I think it's the first part of the test. I mean, I think we all saw six touchdowns against the Steelers – like, that's the one where you put people on notice for real. But, like, if you're going to say – if you're going to go from, like, hey, this guy's for real, like, now the next step is this team is for real. Yeah. So I feel like the Steelers game was like, wow, Patrick's for real. But the this team is for real game comes in October. Games come in October. And I can't wait to see what he does against the Jaguars who are uniquely positioned to defend all these weapons and then Bill Belichick. Let's see them win those two games. They win those two games, boy, you know. It's, You're right. And let me tell you something else, too. We all know this defense is not good enough. One other thing that keeps them from being the greatest show on turf, even though I'm throwing that term around, the Rams' defense was six, six. in the NFL yeah. that year. This defense stinks in comparison. So they got to get a lot better 
and they need a little bit of help. But the thing I can tell you, these guys have eyes. It's not like they don't know they need help. Therese, I think one thing that, that, that separates you from a lot of national writers is partly is that football dork that you pointed out, but you're not willing to sell out for the clicks. You're not willing to just... Because earlier today, man, everywhere you went, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL already. Everyone is so quick to anoint him. But as you pointed out, we are only three weeks into the season. What superlative are you willing to use when talking about 15? Here's the thing. He was my all-juice quarterback in 2017. It's not like I don't believe in the kid, but I built a following in this city, and I built respect in that organization and around that organization by being honest about what I see on that team, right? So I'm not just going to tell people things I don't believe. Like, I think the truth of the matter is I love Patrick Mahomes, the player. I think he's great. I think he's going to win an MVP one day. I think he'll deliver a Super Bowl here one day. But if I talk about this season, right now, I got to be the guy that's telling you, hey, I've been here. I know. I know what this team can do. And, hey, guess what? Every game Andy Reid's coached here, I've been and I've seen. I've seen the Andy Reid November loss. I've experienced it the last five years. There's always the Andy Reid November loss that you don't expect and Chiefs fans unleash. But I will tell you this. The beautiful thing about that for you guys is that the reason those losses happen because you haven't had, like, the dynamic, like, uh, chips in the middle of the table quarterback that Mahomes is. I feel like that loss is going to come this year, and you guys will be like, eh, pat to figure it out. And that's what's special about it, man. I've, so I've always... That's what I say. I think this guy is special. And I think that he is single-handedly, along with Reed, like, raising the ceiling for this team. I've always said Andy just has lacked having a guy that can bail you out, that can yep. just bail you out and make big plays. And it looks like Pat – can go out and do it without him not all the time i think him and andy obviously together but but he can go out and do it with we've had it peyton we watched peyton with denver and indianapolis just take over a game and bail him out do we watch tom brady just take over a game but i watched ben and bell do he hasn't had and i think Vern's made a really good point before you know besides barry he's just really not had a lot of those guys period on the team that can just take it and will himself and he's got the guy in the right position to do it you know what stands out to me about all those quarterbacks you name when they first took over they had weapons yep. right you don't just throw a guy into like you know 2008 detroit lions offense right like you don't do that like you actually that's not even true they had weapons they just stunk um but like you give you give young quarterback weapons you have to right that helps speed the development it's like madden right if you're a 34 year old guy you probably still play Madden if you're 35, whatever. Our entire generation show, we all played it. And it's true. Got, quarterbacks get better through experience points. To get experience points, you got to complete passes, you know, uh, win games, uh, that kind of thing. Like, that's real. Like, to get better in the NFL, you have to play well. And, like, you have to win games, which is why teams don't like to, they don't like to tank. Because you can't, like, develop young guys when you don't develop a winning culture. And you develop a winning culture by winning. That's why it was so important for the Chiefs to just load up on skilled players and, like, put this guy in a position to have huge years. Because, you know what? This is going to build confidence early in his career that they're going to need because at some point he's probably going to make over $200 million on his next contract. Like, and guess what happens when that happens? you're not going to be paying these skill position right. players as much, no. right? So you're going to pay for it on the back end. But for right now, to get him to that level where he can carry an offense without 
without like high paid skill talent around them, you know, this is what you got to do. Seahawks are seeing that right now. As Russell Wilson yeah. starts to make more and more money, the yep. pieces around him are out. Speaking of which, uh, all pro safety Earl Thomas. How serious are the Chiefs about acquiring his services? Therese has the news, and that's next. <laughs> Welcome back to the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Rhonda Show Hughley. I'm Josh Vernier. He is Therese Paler, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. We are live until 7 o'clock from John's Big Deck in KC. Mo, let's take a look around the NFL. I mentioned it earlier. Your latest piece, Therese, is on seattle's great but disgruntled safety earl thomas how serious are the chiefs about acquiring that talent oh the chiefs are interested they were interested this summer they inquired about it found out the price was too high they know what they have they have eyes they know what they got they they want to improve that position right but for them i this is my opinion i feel like i told you guys last week they know they want to improve the defense they've got a first round pick and two second round picks next year it, the best asset in football is the first-round quarterback, but the second-best asset is any draft pick ever. Like they, All those guys are young, and they're in their prime, and they're really, really cheap com- for comparison's sake. So for the Chiefs to like surrender that draft capital that they're probably going to use on defense for 29-year-old free, free safety, that's a lot of games, right? That's a lot of games that he's had on his body. That's, uh, you know, you can, and you got the double whammy of having to pay him. Because he's not going to come here cause just to play. He wants to get paid, too. I don't think they'd give up a first or a second-round pick for him. If if Seattle wants to drop its price to some things involving third-round picks or less, I think, I think you're talking now. I think that's something that I think that's something they would consider because they absolutely understand, hey, this offense is special. This might be a generational offense, and you don't waste an offense that we can even mention in the same breath as the greatest show on turf. Um, you don't waste that season by not improving the defense when you can. So I, I do think there's interest. They, I'm reporting they absolutely did reach out. I'm also reporting that they're still interested, and I'm also telling you that the price needs to come down. So y'all can take all that to the bank. Uh, and I, I guess if for the people listening, and you're in tune to this, Explain to people exactly what it would mean to have him on the oh, defense God. and how much. I mean, Because he's, he's great. Especially when you, if you paired him with Barry, like what does it mean? Because you talked about Eric Murray's numbers. What's he got? Eleven people have thrown at him eleven times to yeah, ten completions, eight still. Felt like I'm, three missed tackles. Now yeah, Eric Murray was. A, like I'll get to that show. Eric Murray was a college cornerback. They need help at corner. I'm thinking they should move him back there first of all, because because whenever you move moving from corner to safety, that's the one thing. It's not like Madden. You know, you can't just put a guy there and the awareness is the same. It's a completely different game as safety as opposed to corner. They need cornerback help. He was a really good college corner. Mm. I think they should put him back at corner, especially if they trade for Earl Thomas. So you ask what that would do for the defense. Earl Thomas is what people in the NFL call an eraser, right? That's somebody that plays one high and can make up for any mistake that's made downfield by a cornerback. Cornerback gets beat. Earl Thomas, pew, he can get to the corner, erase it. Oh, somebody breaks to the second level, Earl Thomas, pew, can break it, can break, can go downhill and tackle him. That kind of thing would be huge because that, you know what, putting Earl Thomas a single high safety would allow the Chiefs to play 
the cover one, cover three, one high scheme that Bob's, Bob Sutton wants to do. And if he can do that, maybe the defense gets more aggressive. He'd make up for – he'd help – improve your cornerback situation, which, if we're being honest, is a little bit shaky. And if you put an extra guy into the box, which is what you'd be doing with Ron, with Ron Parker or whatever, all of a sudden now you have numbers in the box. And what do I tell you guys about even counting boxes? Mm-hmm. Everybody runs on them. But if you can outnumber the defense, the offense in the box, all of a sudden it's going to be hard to run on the Chiefs. So his, what he would add to this defense is significant. But you can't jeopardize the future to help the present, especially if the guy's 29 years old. This is not Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack's 27. You got him for 27, 28, and 29. It's hard paying skill guys in, in corners and safeties in their 30s, man. It's hard. Especially because, like you said, it, it, it's a double-edged thing because if you just bring him for a year, first off, you're going to have the same problem Seattle has right. because he'll be disgruntled and upset because he's not getting paid. And then if you do pay him, now you've got – Big money at safety. Two safeties. Two right. safeties. Right. And, and you know Tyreek's coming next year. And you know yep. that Mahomes is starting after that. And yep. and who was the first one to tell people that Tyreek is coming? It's me. And it's either going to be Tyreek or Chris. Right. But they got to figure out one of them because they're going to pay both somehow, some way. And Tyreek Hill looks like a star. Well, I think we know. And which what do one we know? Well, that also comes down to how agreeable they are to that. Right. You know, this is that's a negotiations are two way street. Hold on, you, you think know? you think the Chiefs are not agreeable? No, 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 no. I said that's a two way street. Oh, okay. But Tyreek's been making peanuts. Well, he's got a walk. Well, I would also say that I think Tyreek Hill knows how good he is, mm. and he has been making peanuts, sure. But remember, on his rookie deal, there was some stuff put in there because of his history that might have that that made it difficult to that it was not a traditional fifth round pick, was it? traditional fifth round money right so like th- that's a two-way street the good thing for the chiefs is that his age is drew rosenhaus which is somebody they have a history of getting deals done with if, I f- if i'm the chiefs i feel good about that but i'm just telling you because of the negotiation that happened initially i wouldn't be surprised if that's not necessarily an easy negotiation the point is we don't know which way they're necessarily going to go yet i know which way they want to go but one way or another they got to figure out what they're going to do there because you cannot let both those guys go in the next season unsigned I got to follow up on that Tyreek thing real quick. How concerned do you uh, look? This is his money. That's what he should be focused on. Mm-hmm. But do you think him or his representation are concerned about fan support or perception flipping if that holdout is a little bit too long? I mean, look, fans always do that kind of thing, but I, I think it's really important for Tyreek to get his money however possible. Because he's done a player, crazy 180 in this city. Play, yeah. well, it's the most I think as long as Tyreek Hill doesn't get in more trouble, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I don't think, think people will be very upset if the Chiefs don't, like, just pay him. Cause, but, 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 like, it's, it's a little complicated because if you're Tyreek Hill, and this is where I say, like, that's not necessarily an easy negotiation. How do you take one cent less than Sammy Watkins next year? Well, he's just not going to. Right, so now you're paying $32 million in one seat. It'll be yeah. less than that. With Drew Rosenhaus. But you get what I'm saying. Drew Rosenhaus knows what he's doing. Hell no. Drew, Drew, Drew Rosenhaus knows what he's doing. But it'll be a little less the first-year cap hit. Because, like, look, even if you pay him a deal averaging $17 million a year, the first-year cap hit, it might be like 9 or something. But his guarantee is right. going to be more than Sammy Watts. Oh, if yeah. He, if he continues oh, yeah. this. Oh, and Pat's going to help him get paid. Yes. Pat's, but, but the point is, like, this is week three. So, like, we don't know necessarily – how the negotiation is going to go or, like, which way it's going to go. I just think it's great that people now are recognizing that that's something that you better pay attention to. 
Because that's coming, right? It see, is. I, 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 see, because Vern has been on this that he thinks it will flip. Listen, I know. Uh, listen, has this I, been a talking point on the it's show? Been, it's, been, it's been documented. You say now. it won't. No, I, I, listen, this is, it's been documented. We know the Marcus Peters situation and how some of the portions of the fan base got that, here. And listen, and I understand, but listen, though. this is this is in three games after he did what he did, that they were standing ovation in Arrowhead. So, and, and he's <laughs> kidding. I know. Three games. Like, and then you've seen how nuts this dude has been. I think people see how special he is. And that the fear, the, to me the thought is the Chiefs better get this done. He better be here no matter what. And I think that's what the yeah. theory is with the fans. I don't yeah, think that. The difference between Marcus and Ty is that, you know, Marcus was doing something that was like visibly, visually unappealing to a large majority of this fan and base. Tyreek can beat up a woman. You know, yeah. and look, well, guess what, though? Like two games after that, this guy's amazing and it's Tyreek. 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 Well, Marcus. He did not, what? Yeah, Marcus was not like backing off, you know, the, the, the protesting of police brutality. And racial injustice during the anthem was he? No, and that was something that people here did not like. It is just, it just, it just Some festered here, and yeah. snowballed. And I mean, it, look, it, it that was an ugly thing. And you know, but I, I think people here, <laughs> you see what the alternatives are. You know, I, I mean, Sean, I think you've been a pretty big Peters proponent, right? Like, I just. I think this has been a uh, – watching Scandrick's ass out there every week. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I mean, you were last year too, weren't you? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. In Pittsburgh. Teammates and fans, it appears, have flipped somewhat on Le'Veon Bell, where he's become. Yeah, this is different, though, right? Because Le'Veon played. I know where you're going. Like, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up, right? It is. Like, this is different because, like, Le'Veon played this game one time already, right? Like he did it one time. Ty's never done it, right? Like I think I think fans would give you the one year where it's just okay. like, yeah, you know, Tyreek is making six hundred thousand dollars this year. That's probably not right. I think fans would kind of get that, right? The problem I hope is so. when you, I, I think they. I will. hope. I, they th- do. I think the problem is when you do it two years in a row, and then like they, the you know what things turn bad in Pittsburgh when like Le'Veon's own teammates turned on him. Like that's giving fans like a reason to that's like suck. Crazy. That's like that's giving fans like a reason to like also kind of turn on the guy too. And I gotta be honest, like you see that so rarely, I feel like maybe they weren't told the truth too man like I've, he's I a like, member of the union with you what are you doing though i, I don't I, know I, but I, I, no I, th- I feel like so i actually agree with you Vern, but i feel like those players know it's not like it's not like they don't know the rule i feel like they violate the rule if they feel like a man law has been violated on their i feel like that he's probably told them that he would be back especially like, those Pouncey, offensive linemen yo, that he would be why back why would Pouncey talk out the side of his mouth no saying player. like i feel he like he's gonna me. be here on wednesday and then like you set him up to look bad like Something happened there, man. I, that's a two-way street there. The, the Tyreek thing to me is more like uh, Antonio Brown, yeah. a guy who was not getting paid the amount of money, and they look out there and they see yeah. how special he is, and they could give a damn that he beat up his pregnant God, ex-girlfriend. Tyreek Hill's probably like, like the fastest like on-field NFL receiver since Moss, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty special. No doubt. <laughs> yep, and they, he could beat up anybody, and right now they don't care as long as he's producing. This is – this is going to be fascinating, man. Like, Brett Veach has some choice, choices to make. Um, one thing I'm interested in asking you guys, I'm going to play host for a second. Oh, shoot. If you, you've seen this offense, do we all agree it could be generational? No doubt. Nash. What's the highest? I'm starting with show. What's the, high, what's the most you'd give up for Earl Thomas? Pick-wise. Knowing you have to pay him. Third. One-third. Fourth. If I got to pay him. 
Wait, a, a fourth or a third? third? A third, if I got to pay him. You have term. to pay him. You, ha- you can't get Earl Thomas without paying him. So from now on. Well, then I hang up the phone. Oh, so you wouldn't pay him? No. Oh, so you don't want him then? No. Because you can't get him without paying Unless him. Unless somehow someone can convince him to come here That's and play out this season. Okay, all right. Okay, so you wouldn't do it. Okay, no. you would, but a third. A, th- a third. How about this? I'll tell you this for a fact. You can't get him then. That's fine. So you don't want to budget okay, off. Fair enough. Because I've always viewed, and I, can't, I never saw 3-0 and coming, but I viewed this season as an investment for 2019-20, and 20, almost like a rebuilding season. I understand. So I'm shocked at the start. No, I'm, not, I, I'm I, not willing to go three years, two years, whatever with I passed. I passed that, but as I use the analogy today, I, I still in my mind, the safety position, and I listen to you and you are very persuasive, but the safety position to me still is not as much as an impact as corner to me and as a rush in. And, I'm going to try to change is, your mind. It's so. what, it's what it, 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 what's I'm gonna, I want you to keep – will you keep an open mind for me? I will try. You're my boy, so I'll, keep an open mind for me. Okay. That's true. That is true. I'm still open. However, Therese, elite. Before you explain it, what's up? Let's tease it. Okay, I got you. He'll right, explain it to show do after that. this. Back live from John's Big Deck, Kansas City. Therese Paler show presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This and every Monday from six until seven. Obviously, next Monday. Chiefs Broncos will be pushed to Tuesday at six o'clock. But we are joined as always by Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, host of Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, the one and only Therese Paler. Vern, I'm sorry, somebody from the A16. Hey, show Facebook stream this. I'm trying to hang out. If you're trying to hang out, <laughs> come on, then bring down. your happy ass down to John's big deck. Like my man right, right, here. right here, right? Let me hear my you. man come right here. here. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's live in here. I got these burgers that I'm about to destroy. I have been thinking about <laughs> Therese, I've been thinking about this burger, I swear, since 10. And I know they got that egg on it. I, I'm, I didn't yeah, look at boy. this Jerome burger. I cannot wait. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Therese. Get down here. Tell us a Facebook live this. He about to I get know. a burger, too. I'm out here trying to get it for free. Come on through, Come on bro. Now. Let's go. Therese, we went to break. You said you were going to try to convince I'm gonna try. Joe I'm gonna about try. Earl Thomas. And I'm doing this because I think I might convince some listeners. So here we go. What if I told you, and I don't feel like you're listening to me. Sean. I'm listening to you. Like, I don't feel like you're thinking about that by. burger now. I'm at, no, I'm, I'm good because I'm okay. happy because on the other side you said you are right. <laughs> you said you are right. He, you are right about this fact. A, a lockdown corner is more important than a lockdown safety. Got you. Yes, and pass rush. But what if, what if I told you this, though? What if I told you an eraser, a true eraser, a mistake clearing one high safety like Earl Thomas would not only make your pass defense better, it would do it by freeing up your defensive coordinator to press more and be more aggressive. What if you got to watch the defense be more aggressive, which is all I've heard Chiefs fans complain about for three years. No more off coverage, or at least not as much. No more eight-yard cushions. No more bend but don't break. What if I told you having an eraser like Earl Thomas who could seal up the alleys if somebody gets beat in press coverage would improve your visual experience of watching the Chiefs' defense and make it better? Uh, I don't care about the visual experience. This move right here, because you got to pay him, this move, Therese, how confident, I'll push back to you, how confident – 
Or I think you, you do care about the visual experience because I don't care. I've heard, I've heard you. I've heard you talk about the lack of aggression on this defense for two, three weeks now. Yeah, and I've heard three years. the variety, the variety of hosts that I do on this on this station, which is three times a week. Every last one of you guys has complained to me about the lack of aggression. So I'm gonna push back on that. Let me. Tell I you think you guys want to, especially if it improves the on-field play. I'm a, I, I think you need to dive into your soul a little bit because I think you would. I think I do. I think you need to dive because I truly believe that if it makes the defense better and you guys are more aggressive, think of the fun you'd have God, watching you really this team. This. Listen, I don't. Listen, I don't care about fun. I want. I you think to you chip, do. I want you. No, I, I think care you about do care chip. about fun. I care about I, the chip. I, you know. You know what's and fun? Winning. Yes. What I'm I, asking think, you. I think you care about fun. I'm and I think you care about winning. I'm asking you this, Therese. How close? Do you think this gets this Chiefs Ooh. team to the chip? Because if you're making this move, you're giving up a second and probably a fourth-round pick, yeah. which to me then makes the Marcus Peters trade even worse, especially if he's only here for one year. Or if you then have to pay him. Wait a minute. Like how, I'm wait just, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. How? You can make it a – you can make a pr- – okay. All right. It, not, like, even worse. It, not even worse. Like as like football players, as far as like blue chips go, they're both blue if chip it, guys. If the only thing is that Peters is younger, but Peters brings other stuff that he doesn't. What I'm saying, if you trade for him and the Chiefs say, "Okay, we're going in this year," and then they don't try to re-sign him long term, if they just trade for him, then you're giving you. up the cap. No, no, no. I already told you though that there's no, there is no. We're gonna stop operating in this in this world where there's trading for Earl Thomas without paying him. If you trade for Earl Thomas, he's getting paid. That that's too that's like that's like hot dogs and mustard. You know, that's like all, whatever you want to say. That's I like, like that's like that. Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell. Tell him. You don't get you wow. do not get Earl Thomas without paying him. Period. You at least said Greg Gagne and Gary Gagne. <laughs> but but no, I, I, listen. I, I or, think it's a good. I think it's a good point. Or even or even if you sign him long term, you know you've lost capital with trade with trading picks, and that means that's going to hamper yeah. you from using money to spend money for yeah. more of the future. I'm telling you, I don't. Patrick Special. Who Patrick Special. I guess it comes down to, like, do you feel like Earl Thomas could be the difference between you winning a Super Bowl or you not? Yes. And you say and it I, doesn't. Now, for me, that, Are you sure? That, for me, that move, I don't think it does. If you pay him? Even in this, this AFC, I don't. I you don't. don't think so? What about you, Vern? Does this pay? If you if you trade for Earl Thomas, does that does that make you a Super Bowl contender? Ooh, he doesn't know, and you're right. I He's don't right for not knowing, cause none of us know. No, none of I, us know. No, 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 no. But I'm gonna tell you something though. You're more convinced it's not. It wouldn't than you should be. You're a little more convinced that it wouldn't than you should be. Here's why. I think if you trade for Old Thomas, you kind of get like a mid-season like juice, a mid-season bump. I think the guys on the defense are like, okay, they think we can win this thing. What guys? Thank That's you. my question. Yeah, what oh, guys? Oh, what guys? Orlando? Is Orlando scared <laughs> to give you a boost? The Scrap Peak scared to give you a boost? That's what I'm. I think okay, Justin, I think Justin, Justin, sure. I think Justin Houston all the way. I think um, any of your veterans. I think uh, I think I think that's a nice show of faith to Eric Berry, who wants to win right now, more than anybody. And you don't. But and, and here's another. You don't believe this move is a is something that says we don't. We're not sure about Berry. You believe this move is a move. 
to make it better with I, Barry. I, I do. I, because yeah, I, exactly. I will agree with I, I agree. you. I will agree. I agree. Listen, Earl Thomas, not only does Earl – God, I'm going to damn near talk myself into this. Not only does Earl <laughs> make it better for the back end, yeah. is he allows Eric Berry Bro. to do the best thing that Eric Berry does, and that's not okay. have to oh, play deep. I haven't been fair to you, Show. I haven't been fair to you. It's not just trading for Earl Thomas. Now let's say if you trade for Earl Thomas, that means you're all in. So guess what else you probably do? You sign Brashad Breeland. What if you do all that? Well, that, I mean, that, that, that that's you, a different ball. Game. Does that make you? Does that's that make you feel good game. about winning? I mean, I got concerns of why nobody signed him yet. Oh, you should have concerns. That no, you everybody should. needs him. No, but you should because when what what does it typically mean when a guy goes on that tour but doesn't get signed anywhere? He's hurt. Not just hurt. Could be money problems, you know. It could be a pretty big gap or other stuff. You talk however, about, you talk about a lot of money that right, you right. need to work however, on if this happens. However, if you've already pushed your chips to the middle of the table, maybe you going up there taking the big swing. So what you guys as fans have to ask yourself is, A, how much do you really believe in this offense right now? B, if this keeps up, it will. If, they, if this keeps up, it's a generational type offense. If they, if they beat the Jaguars or they – or, like, they slice up the Jaguars and Patriots and lose one of those games or whatever, that means this is a generational offense. And let me tell you something. You don't waste generational years like that because if you give our defensive coordinators eight months to prepare for you like they will after this season, they're going to figure out some stuff to make this offense not as fake as it is right now. I'm just trying to provoke some thoughts in guys. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I think this is a great conversation because if you ask me what I would do. You go get it. I, Actually, show. I think I think I'm not sure what I would do. But I'm actually. How about this? I think I might be a little more toward where you're at because I want my two. I want my three picks in the first two rounds. I want to use all those on defense, and I want to sign a free agent corner. That's good. Yes. And that that's what I want to do. This but is. I'm 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 humble enough about what this team might be to realize that my eight game prediction is probably off. This just offers a generational man. Yeah, I accept and I, that. I, I'd be, I'd be absolutely terrified of wasting that because you didn't like swing for the fences on defense and make it better. If you can do it, if you can do it without giving up a first and two seconds, this, or you get what I'm saying. This feels like you better be right for for a couple thirds. This, this. But this, here's the thing. Is a couple it, now thirds? I'm talking myself because I sure as hell. Not you wouldn't give comment. a couple thirds in payroll, Thomas. I couldn't sell you on that. Therese, it's like this, though. This offseason, didn't the moves of this front office reflect a front office that believes the defense will be really ready to show up in 19 or 20? I've said it, too, right. So should they really abandon it? Because that, to me, says we never really believed in our original plan. No, 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 what no, does no. that say? No, no, well, no. no. That, that means it's changed. <laughs> That means this, again, offense has, this offense has changed it. And it's it changed your thought never, process. Hey, Vern, I never look. I've been the biggest Patrick Mahomes guy in the world. Like everybody trying to rush to crown him. Right. I see other national. Well, like, you show me they 2017 All Juice team. You show that to me, or you show them the interview I did with Patrick Mahomes at the Super Bowl in 2017 before anybody. You show them the first mock draft I had uh, uh, in February of that year, and guess who the pick was Patrick Mahomes it was me and even I didn't think that he'd be 13 touchdowns Brett Favre you know Dan Marino John Elway territory through three games and like I guess my point in saying that like that's a really good point that's actually like that's a really good point my point in saying that is sometimes guys overshoot the mark even when the mark is high you know like like the bar of Mahomes was high they believed in the kid they got rid of Alex because they believed in the kid but the bar was just high. Like, the bar was already high, but this guy is just 
He's throwing it over the mountains. Your it's chance just, sometimes that happens. to take on Therese. Give us your questions right now. Text line 69306. Find us on Twitter at 610 Sports KC or just come up during the break out here at John's Big Deck in KC Mo. It is the Therese Paler Show. Back with more after this. The Deacon. I forget. Back at it live from John's Big Deck. Let me make some noise in Big Let's Yeah. Go. Come on now. Let's go. There we go. This is That's the Therese Paler Show. I'm going to get a beer too here in a second. Presented <laughs> by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We end the show each and every week by giving you a chance to ask Therese anything. Take on Therese, we call it. First question comes from Dennis and Zach here at... John's Big Deck, they want to know what's your uh, go-to when you're building a burger. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, you got to load that thing up. You got to get tomatoes. Give me a little Swiss cheese on it or American, whatever, you know. Um, lettuce, pickles, love pickles, right? Um, ah, grilled onions, sauteed onions. Smart. Clutch, right? And I'm a, t- I'm a ketchup guy. I'm not going to lie. I like me the too. ketchup. Me too. That's perfect. That's all I need, my man. From the 404, are we at the point where it's beyond a shadow of a doubt that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in his draft, even over Deshaun Watson? Well, you never know for sure, right? But I know, I know this. At this moment right now, there's not, a, there's not another quarterback I'd rather have from that draft class or this one. Especially uh, with Andy Reid. <laughs> especially with Andy Reid. You never know. Like, what happens if he gets hit? And he falls the wrong way and hits his head. You, you never know. Like, football's weird like that, man. Like, football's weird like that. But at this moment right now, the kid looks amazing. Like, how about this for Chiefs, like, craziness? <laughs> how about – Patrick Mahomes got hit by, like, Solomon Thomas. And uh, Solomon got hurt. And Solomon got hurt. Like, what? <laughs> what, what, what is happening here? And Jimmy, and Jimmy did a, took a step <laughs> towards ACL. Solomon Thomas hits him and falls off him. It's like – you know what it's like? It's like the cheat code on them old video games where, like, you load up your player and his stats are so fake, like, th- weird things are happening. It's like, it's like, it's like a Tecmo Super Bowl. Mahomes is, like, loaded up on strength, and if you hit him, you bounce off. That's what that's like. This is, a, this is another one. Remember, 69306, texting your questions, take on Therese. I like this one a lot from the 816. It's Kareem Hunt in a sophomore slump. And to add on a little bit of that, that's you talked about – you talked about um, – the box and yeah. and and even boxes oh, and huh. you and you yeah. watch the Chiefs. Yeah. If you'll just watch Tyreek Hill on a go route, there are generally three people back there with him. I am I I I'm not saying this is a crazy thing <laughs> of concern with this offense that's yeah. putting up crazy. I mean, they scored 38 and their average yeah. went down, but their rushing attack should be better going yeah. up against even boxes. Yeah. This is the second time 18 carries, 44 yards. Yeah. That's that's got that's got to pick yeah. up. Well, guess wait, wait till they face the front that's really good, and then they start dropping a bunch of guys in the coverage and make the Chiefs run on an even bots like Jacksonville, and yeah, they can't yeah. do it. Malik, Jackson. that's going to be the key. That, yeah, Calais yeah, Campbell. yeah. Have fun. Not gonna, <laughs> you know, they're going to be beating you up a little bit. It's not a sophomore slump, I don't think. I, th- I think, you know, I, I think that teams are trying to figure out what what they have to do to stop the Chiefs. I think early on, the conventional wisdom is to load the box and make the the, the second year quarterback beat you. Well, three games in, that's not really a very good idea, is it? So what you're going to see is against teams with weaker fronts, even counting boxes, the Chiefs will get more uh, traction going. But it's kind of a shame. Like, the only thing stopping it from being, like, the perfect offense is 
having like guys that can actually like really move you in like third and one and got to have it. Um, they're, they're an adequate zone blocking bunch though. And against average to below average fronts, they'll get the job done. From the 816, an interesting quote from Cliff Kingsbury about Mahomes. Um, they wanted your thoughts on it uh, yeah. from your time around Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Kingsbury going on about how Pat wasn't overcoached as a young QB. Yeah. He wasn't in those youth camps, wasn't at every quarterback camp. Yeah. How much is that paying dividends, if at all? I, I think it's – this is – I'm glad you asked me that. Like, I think it's so important for, like, kids who play football to play other sports. And people who, like, love the game of football tell you the same thing. You, you learn so many other things playing other sports that help you in playing football. Coordination, the hand-eye coordination from baseball, for instance. You know, basketball, all that leaping. You're, you're working different parts of your muscles. Cross-training is important. And I think that really helped him because Patrick plays the game with a certain amount of creativity that honestly is just God-given. Like, you can't coach that. Like, you see that with Trubisky. Trubisky couldn't dream of doing the things that Mahomes does creativ- creati- creativity-wise, right? That doesn't mean Trubisky stinks. He doesn't. It just means that he doesn't have that natural playmaking flair. And that is something that you never want to coach out of a savant like Mahomes. You can't take that out of that guy. That's what makes him special. And the good thing for Chiefs fans is, guess who knows it? Andy Reid. Uh, remember, uh, listening out there, 69306, text in your questions to take on Therese. Therese, right here, do you, uh, do you believe that Travis Kelsey has taken over the top spot as the best tight end in football? Yeah, I'd rather have Kelsey than Gronk, and here's why. I mean, it doesn't sound like Gronk wants to play that much longer. Mm. And let's be honest, if you Gronk, as much money as you made, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Well, Gronk can retire right now. We'll put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's I am a Hall of Fame voter. He will get in on the first ballot just like Tony should this year. I will be presenting Tony to the room, by the way, so I'm very excited nice. about that. Um, yeah, I, look, I think I think I know. How about this? I don't think. I know. Well, look, while Gronk might be looking to retire soon, sometime soon here, not the case for TK. TK loves football. It, it's going to be five, six years for Travis Kelsey retires. And if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm excited about that. Or if I'm a football fan in general, as he's, he has matured. In some very I was just about ways, to go man. there. Do you think? Do you? You've been around this team. Do you see a real? We talked about I this do. today. We've seen a real growth of maturity, uh, and I, and I'm glad the Chiefs gave him a chance to mature. <laughs> That's a really good because they don't always give you that chance, do they? Yeah. Travis Kelsey has really matured since the issues he had early last season. Um, we say that all the time. I feel like we said that for three years, but honestly, man. He it just seems like, a different, he seems like a different guy. He seems like a different guy. And I know he wants to play for six more years. I know he wants to be in the Hall of Fame one day. That, that's a good question from the text line. I, I think Kelsey is going to be a good player in this league for at least four or five more years. One more as we see a uh, growing injury knocks out D. Ford. Oh, is he the oh. most important piece on this current defense? That's so crazy to say. But, like, I told everybody uh, about that night. contract year. i tell you this, too. If there's ever a year he's going to play on that growing, it's now. It, trust me, if he's sitting, it's not because he wants to sit. It's not because he wants to. He, he, he needs to play and have a 10-sack season to get paid. Um, and he's actually, you know, he's the key, unless Tano all of a sudden, like, kind of takes people by surprise. Uh, uh, yeah, look, you need, I, I, yeah, you guys got to get comfortable with the concept that in 2018, you guys need D Ford, and you better start rooting for him. 
The Therese Paler Show presented by Bud Light. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Therese Paler. Check out the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast and read his work at yahoosports.com. Therese, great job as always. Appreciate it. Love it. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll talk Thanks to you next the people Tuesday out here. at 6 Thank o'clock you right here on your football station, 610 Sports Radio. See you next week at Fruit Top. Yes, sir. Beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs on 610 Sports Radio. Of one.